Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's dot com. Wildfire smoke. Inflation. Communist China. Chaos at the border. Real stories. Start dealing in reality. 55 KRZ. The talk station. It's 706 here at 55 KRZ. The talk station. It's Friday Eve and it is time for the return as I've mentioned all morning. Frank LaRose, Secretary of State Frank LaRose, to talk about the failure of issue one, the inevitable landslide or, or uh, 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 avalanche of ballot initiatives, but also how the Senate campaign's going. Check out his website, franklarose.com. Someone's got to get Sherrod Brown out of office. Maybe it's Frank LaRose. Frank, welcome back to the 55 KRC Morning Show, my friend. It's always great talking with you. Yeah, thank you so much, Brian. I've, I've accepted that mission. It's uh, going to be my job to get rid of Sherrod Brown. Been in public office for 48 years and doesn't represent Ohio's values. And here's the good news. I'm starting a year and a half out with a dead tie. We're both at 44%. And uh, it shows that he's beatable and I'm the guy that can do it. And we're going to put in the work to make sure we get it done. Well, before we get to the ballot initiatives, uh, I, I think I, I was talking this morning if you look at the headlines and the news, uh, if you look at Chicago, you look at New York, you look at San Francisco, Los Angeles, it's nothing but gloom, doom, despair, agony, feces, and homeless, and drugs, uh, drug-riddled, drug-addled people, uh, the overwhelming number of illegal immigrants that have just been landed in the city and plopped in their lap without the resources to food, or clothing, and shelter, all of them, the failures of the policies. You look at the departure of so many businesses from San Francisco and these other cities. They leave. They leave the state with their tax dollars. I mean, this is a script. I mean, the Republican Party, generally speaking, on a national level, they, they couldn't ask for better illustrations of what the, the failures of the left are unfolding before our very eyes. The admissions by the governors and the, and, and, and the mayors of these cities, these full blue cities and states, talking about the failures. I mean, it should be a walk in the park for a Republican if you think about it, but mm, always, that's not necessarily the case. Well, first, it's a it's a national tragedy what's happening to some of these great American cities, cities it like is. Chicago, San Francisco. These are places. I mean, you know, Frank Sinatra called Chicago my kind of town, and now you can't even walk down the streets there without being afraid for your life. It's this illustration that everything liberalism touches withers and dies, and we need to call that out. It's it, it's time that we we put adults. Uh, serious people in, in charge, uh, and and by the way, that's one of the reasons why uh, I'm working so hard for this Senate race. We need to flip the Senate majority back to Republicans so we can start getting uh, our country back on the right track. Yes, we do. And I know one of the one of your campaign platforms is fiscal responsibility. And you know, I'm I'm the first person to lay a lot of the blame on the Republican Party nationally. For our fiscal responsibility failures. Look at, I mean, even under the Trump administration, we got $5 trillion in additional debt. Biden's already blown through that much in his first couple of years in office. This is an unsustainable trajectory by any, any sober person's analysis. Let's talk about fiscal responsibility, because it's one thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about. It's, as you mentioned, uh, something that both the Republicans and the Democrats bear some, some, some blame with. 
we've got a $32 trillion national debt. It, it's because we're spending more than we're bringing in. I think that's pretty common sense stuff. And uh, think about this, Brian. If, if we don't change something within the next two years, the interest payments alone on that debt is going to be more than the entire national defense budget. So every penny we spend on the military is going to be dwarfed by what we spend in interest payments to maintain a $32 trillion national debt. I've been saying I hope Biden doesn't realize what comes after trillion because then he's going to try to spend that much. And uh, it's something that we need to get our hands on. And Republicans need to be disciplined about this as well uh, when it comes to cutting spending. We don't have a revenue problem. We've got a spending problem in Washington. And uh, and that's something I intend to go there and address. Well, we do. And honestly, global competition is getting more becoming more and more of a threat. I mean, there are other currencies that other nations are starting to look at because of the problem with the U.S. dollar. And I know the U.S. dollar is the strongest thing in the block. And, and it's always and we, and we, we never default. We never will. And on and on and on. But you know, with crypt with uh, 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 cryptocurrencies and other fiat currencies coming up, some of which may very well be backed by something like gold or, or or something a real genuine asset, as opposed to the you know the Federal Reserve note, which is literally nothing of value. Um, we may end up not being the reserve currency in the world, and that's going to have a profound impact on our economy. Not only a pr- profound impact on our economy, but a profound impact on our ability to sanctioned nations that are uh, acting incorrectly. There are efforts underway by the Chinese right now to do just at the start denominating energy transactions uh, in uh, in the yuan instead of the dollar. Uh, that's something that um, is a direct result of the profligacy uh, of this administration and others that, that have not been smart uh, fiscally. But again, it's about discipline, and it's, so, it's something nobody wants to talk about out on the campaign trail, but I'm talking about it because what, what we're talking about if we don't do this is passing off a country to our children and grandchildren and being the first generation that passed off a country that's weaker and poorer and less secure than the one that we inherited. And I'll be damned if my generation is going to be the one that does that. Amen to that. Ohio uh, Secretary of State Frank LaRose on the program, franklarose.com for his Senate uh, webpage. You should check it out. And thank you again, as I try to mention up front, and I failed to do it this morning, for your service to our country, U.S. Army and uh, Green Beret member of the Special Forces. Uh, I got to pivot to Ukraine. I was looking at our military readiness, our own military. Obviously, we have a recruiting problem. We have a terrible, terrible situation in this country with a voluntary military that even if you want to volunteer, you may not even be able to meet the physical standards because of obesity. We have uh, we apparently produce about 14,000 artillery shells a month. We hope over the next couple of years to double it. Um, the Russians apparently produce well, a quarter of a million to 400,000 of them per month. The, 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 the idea, though, that we have this proxy war going on in Ukraine, our, our military hardware is getting drained, as is our, going back to the economy, the billions of dollars we're, we're uh, throwing at Ukraine to wage this proxy war to our own detriment to our own lack of preparedness to deal with any challenge, think Taiwan and China. What is your response to this this situation, which honestly I'm inclined to call a Charlie Foxtrot, if I may be so bold. <laughs> Military All of man. the veterans in your audience uh, know exactly what you're talking about. They do. Yeah, so, well, and, and thanks for mentioning my military service. I am so much looking forward to, uh, in, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be on uh, on my Army Reserve duty for a few weeks, and so that's something I'm, I'm excited about. 
and uh, making sure to get that in before we start the preparations for the November's election, obviously, at the Secretary of State's office. So I'm looking forward to being Sergeant First Class LaRose in a couple of weeks. Um, we need to we need to walk and chew gum at the same time as a nation. Um, and uh, we need to start to rebuild our uh, industrial uh, might. Remember that um, the American uh, um, uh, the, the idea that we were the arsenal of democracy is, is what helped us win World War II. And so rebuilding some of the uh, capacity to build some of those munitions is, is a high priority. I visited a facility uh, in the Cincinnati area that's doing that kind of work, believe it or not. And, and so we need to see more like that. Um, in, in Ukraine, there are things that we should be doing right now that do not involve more money necessarily, that do not involve uh, you know, draining uh, our resources. Like, for example, we, we ought to be doing more on making the sanctions work the way that they were intended to. The Russians have found all kinds of ways around these sanctions, and, and that's something that the Biden yeah. administration needs to do more on. And driven the, driven the Russians and the Chinese to join at the hip. I mean, they're now, I mean, this was our worst nightmare. We fought against that reality for decades as a military strategy, embracing China to the exclusion of the Soviet Union. Now, of course, it's Russia, not Soviet Union, but uh, now they're friends and they're buddies, and they're working around the sanctions, as you point out. India doesn't care about the sanctions. They need the oil from Russia, and it's cheap. They're buying it. Um, I, mean, I, I don't and add to that list. Add to that list Iran and North Korea. Uh, yes, sir. To sound familiar? Uh, remember that whole axis of evil idea? Yeah. Uh, th- these are bad actors, and they're not... Uh, uh, and they're working very um, carefully together uh, in ways that are going to be not in our best interest, and, and we need to be eyes wide open about that. Amen to that. Now let's pivot before we part company, Frank LaRose, to the Ohio, the failure of issue one, which I think should have been on the ballot years and years ago, but that notwithstanding, it got shot down. We are going to be voting on the abortion issue in November, but also now full legalization of marijuana. And what frightens me a little bit, and I'm going to have Kyle Pierce, the executive director of the Ohio Coalition, to end qualified immunity, we may be voting on an amendment that would end qualified immunity. And that, I think, is going to be have a profound impact on recruiting of police officers as if it's not bad enough now. This is what I was warning about when, really, years ago, I started saying we've got to do something about how easy it is to amend the Constitution. And unfortunately, the for sale sign still hangs proudly on the Ohio Constitution as of last week. Uh, What that means is that a lot of bad ideas from California with a lot of deep-pocketed special interests behind them are coming our way. This qualified immunity thing is absolute madness. What it means is that police officers who follow the law, follow their training and the procedures of their department, and may have to engage deadly force, for example, to protect the lives of people like us, may have to, for example, ram a vehicle in a car chase to keep them from hitting a, a going into a playground full of children, for example could face civil liability from the families of the criminal that, that, that were they, they were involved in. I mean, it, the madness of ending qualified immunity uh, is, is one of the, the craziest things I've, I've ever heard. But it doesn't end with that. There are livestock care standards written by PETA that a group wants to bring to Ohio that would make it impossible to have a farm with livestock in our state. Uh, the mayor of Cleveland said the quiet part out loud a couple weeks ago where he said, we want to do, quote, common sense gun reform. Yep. Well, what do you think that means? Uh, that means disarming the law abiding people. And so all of these things, they're not going to do them in the state legislature because we've got a conservative state legislature by and large. They're going to try to do them year after year as a constitutional amendment. And so be ready. 
it's going to be direct democracy every year in Ohio with all kinds of bad ideas coming our way. Yeah, and they are effective at getting signature campaigns uh, rolling because they pay the uh, purse signature, so it's easy for them to get people to go out in the streets and collect enough signatures. And as we saw with Hamilton County and uh, Franklin County and Cuyahoga County, and uh, I can't remember Toledo's county, it doesn't matter, but with those four counties alone, they can... Lucas County, thank you. Apologies to my friends in Lucas County. But those basically those four counties in the surrounding blue areas determine the outcome. Oh, no question. And this is one of the reasons why we said that, uh, you know, you should have to gather signatures in all 88 counties, just 5% of the most recent governor's election to get on the ballot. But uh, again, we we had 1.3 million Ohioans that stood with us and said we should protect the Constitution. Unfortunately, 1.7 1.7 were on the other side of this. I think some portion of them may have been confused by a lot of deceitful ads. Uh, we were outspent three to one. And uh, But again, listen, it's better to fight and lose than never fight at all when it's a worthwhile cause. And I certainly left it all on the field, and we're going to keep fighting to protect Ohio because it's um, it matters, and it's worth fighting for. Well, it is, and uh, beating uh, Sherry Brown is worth fighting for, and I'll recommend my listeners check out your website, franklarose.com. Check out the issues, get in touch with him. You can volunteer, and, of course, you can donate and contribute to his campaign. Secretary of State Frank LaRose, thank you so much for your time today on the 55 KRC Morning Show. I wish you the best of luck, and I look forward to uh, more conversations uh, as we move closer to the election.